Welcome to the Mercy Community Group Leader Podcast. Mercy Community Groups exist to become more like Jesus together through regular gathering, shared devotion, and sacrificial love. My name is Corey Sweatman, and I'm your Community Groups resident. In this episode, Pastor Joey has a conversation with Pat and Leanne Howard about how they have equipped and multiplied new leaders out of their group. If you were with us in person at the 9 a.m. or watched our online service this past weekend, you saw the Howards be commissioned as they move to Texas and what the Lord has next for them. Without further ado, Pat and Leanne Howard. Well, we are here with Pat and Leanne Howard, and uh, my hope here for you leaders is to give you guys just a, a picture of what it looks like to raise up leaders in your group and to lead your groups in such a way that uh, the fruit of your group is going to lead to more people, more brothers and sisters who can lead people in discipleship and help them follow Jesus. And I've seen Pat and Leanne do that by the grace of God, by the Spirit of God, lead in such a way that as they are, uh, I guess, ending their group, it's really more of a diaspora, a spread of the Howard group that's going throughout uh, the the Charlotte area. And so what I want to do is just ask them a few questions that Uh, take their experience of doing this with their group and help you as a community group leader think about how to do this with your own group because sending out leaders is hard. It's really difficult to do. And yet it's also one of the most rewarding things. I know as you guys have been seeing your group members go out and lead, it's been one of the most rewarding things for you as a community group leader. So let's start with this. I'd love to hear from you guys as you were entering into leading a community group how was this a part of the process of even thinking about the way that you wanted to lead your group? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Joey, it's great to be with you, and uh, and Leanne is with me here as well. So yeah, we're just great to kinda, be here. Yeah, we're just going to jump in and out uh, around this conversation. This is a great conversation, by the way. And uh, incidentally, I just want to encourage everybody who might be listening here. God has got great things to accomplish. Mm-hmm. So in just talking about our journey here at Mercy with community groups, uh, we'd actually like to step back a little bit and just kind of broaden out the aperture lens. We've been part of community groups for four decades now. (laughs) Our first community group was shortly after we met Jesus in college, and Mm -hmm. it was in a dorm room for both of us. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just because that's how we got started, that community groups became so vital to our walk. And, um, and as we've gone through you know, so many community groups over the years for the different cities that we've lived in, we realized and have concluded it really isn't a preference, but it is mission critical. It's mission critical to the church. Well, nothing more important than assembling together on a Sunday morning to hear the preaching of the word, to be able to participate in corporate worship. But God has so much to accomplish when we get into a smaller yeah. community. It, you know, the, in fact, Leanne and I were talking about it this week. The mm-hmm. psalm that we love to reference mm-hmm. is Psalm 133, mm-hmm. where because of the brothers in unity, right, that that's where God commands the blessing. Mm-hmm. So we have found uh, in community um, that leaders being produces a byproduct really of what God is working. Uh, inside of that group, mm-hmm. uh, whoever it is that he brings, by the way, and it is directed by God, uh, the couples, yeah. the individuals that are being gathered together. Mm-hmm. 
And kind of the first um, item that really has struck us as well around community group, one of the first things that God is looking to accomplish is, is friendship. I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of spoken to in Psalm 133. Mm-hmm. And, and the it, thing about friendship, yeah. we found out, is like it's not like everyone has to be your best friend. Mm-hmm. It's the idea of creating a culture of honor where we respect and appreciate mm. the giftings in one another, mm. where we just really do prefer one another. Mm. And friendships, great friendships will come from that, mm. but it's not like everybody's going to be your best friend, and that's okay. Yeah, that's right. I, In fact, deep friendships, uh, Leanne and I are still close friends with individuals from three decades ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, being in community. Not everybody, but nevertheless, I like the way that you put that, Leanne. There mm. is a culture of honor because God calls us to love one another how do we practically work that out right other mm-hmm. than you know getting together with a group of individuals that God wants us to do life with we actually picked up that phrase here at Mercy we're not millennials if anybody <laughs> hasn't picked that up yet but you know, doing life with one another which we love and uh, and it's in that process that we do learn mm-hmm. to pay one another honor and mm-hmm. we learn to work through issues we learn to pray for one mm-hmm. another yeah. that's what God is accomplishing mm-hmm. I, I will say that because we're working out scriptures together in a smaller group, um, that leadership naturally flows because leadership is Mm -hmm. character. Mm -hmm. And God begins to stamp out the character of his son into our souls, Mm -hmm. deep down into us as we're Mm -hmm. wrestling through with one Mm -hmm. another. And so what kind of leadership is that? When we talk about producing leaders in a community group there's many different kinds of leaders right so we've seen Mm -hmm. you know leaders in the home leaders for a husband with his family a leader in the community leaders in business leaders Mm -hmm. in business in the marketplace i mean there there's a harvest field Mm -hmm. and obviously then we you know we need many community group leaders at mercy as well but there's many different kinds of leadership callings that god is God is um, bringing us to. So all that being worked out in community. So you're, I'd love to hear from from you guys, your heart even going into it of, because mm-hmm. it sounds like depth mm. and you're talking about friendship and really desiring to form character through the scriptures and almost, it seems like what I'm hearing from you is that you didn't come into the group saying, hey, we want to see three community group mm. groups flow or 10 mm-hmm. leaders flow out of it. You just, but you did come in with some really clear intention and mm-hmm. some, a desire to print Christ on the character mm-hmm. of, of everyone in the group, like a, a desire for depth, which it seems the Lord has used that intentionality rather than just saying, mm. Hey, we're, we're just going to hang out and we're going to be yeah. this kind of social group. You're saying we want to mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. follow after Jesus. And in the process of that, the Holy Spirit really has called up people into leadership. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I've always we've kind of really did feel that we were very mm. thankful to be a part of a group for probably about eighteen months, and we're just glad we were the only older people. That's not what mm-hmm. we were glad about, but it was like we were so glad that we jumped in on the Mercy model and really appreciated mm-hmm. that first time being there. And then when we were asked to lead the group, I think that part of our conviction that you've asked about, Joey, is the fact that we've always believed that the power of the word. Because we gather around the word. We don't gather around natural affinities, as Oswald Chambers talks about, but spiritual affinity. And so we start there, and um, the natural affinities are those friendships Mm -hmm. that come out of it. But I would say believing uh, that Isaiah 55, where the word will go forth, as we've heard this morning, and accomplish what's supposed to Mm -hmm. accomplish. So if we keep the word and the living word as the focus, 
then. Yeah. That was that was one of our core yeah, values. It, it really is. You know, getting back to the word, and we just love the way the gospel is preached at Mercy. And and by the way, the leader guides are fantastic. Don't know the guy who authors that, but uh, you know, he's really something else. <laughs> we gain so much from that. But but there is a depth that God is looking to accomplish in every one of our lives. And it's kind of the thread that I want to pull on. So, you know, we obviously, you know, see the commands of Jesus about going out and making disciples. But mm-hmm. when we break that down, you know, I think the, the beginning of that thread is really around what we see in Acts 1-8. If I could just go mm-hmm. ahead and read the yeah. scripture. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so, you know, this is... Jesus with the disciples right before the ascension, and and they're asking about, Lord, will it be at this time that you restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, he said, it's not for you to know times or seasons that the Father is fixed by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, right, to Jerusalem and Mm -hmm. all the parts of the earth. You will receive power by the Holy Spirit, and you'll be my witnesses. So as Leanne and I have talked about that topic mm-hmm. and prayed about that topic uh, over time, the word witness is really kind of interesting. I mean, it, it almost has a legal construct to it, doesn't it? I mean, you can only be a witness to something if you, in fact, experience that. Mm-hmm. I can only be a witness for a person if I have, in fact, experienced that person. In a court of law... And all the legal beagles here are going to you know, check me on this. But in a court of law, I think, hearsay gets thrown out. I can't witness to something that I heard somebody tell me about. But, and this is what Jesus is calling us to. If you begin to really take a look at that word witness and unpack that, you realize it is speaking to intimacy, mm-hmm. firsthand experience, knowing him. And this is the exciting thing. I mean, the exciting dimension here is is that we can know him mm-hmm. so with our community group mm-hmm. that's probably you know one theme um, that everybody knows that we hit on all the time mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. knowing him yeah right I mean our God is we, and we need I need to remind myself of this our God is a person he's unlike any person that we have ever met mm-hmm. he is unlike anyone that you'll ever know. Mm-hmm. He is uniquely majestic and infinite. He is eternal in joy, unlike anyone. But he is inviting us in to know him and to know him intimately. And as a result of that, then we can be his witness. So, you know, as we share, you know, with others, we we like to stand as a witness. And, And in particular, how have I experienced God this week? What have I heard from him this week? Mm -hmm. What is he talking to me about? There is a tsunami of conversations that God wants to have Mm -hmm. with each one of us. And when I'm not here and it's not him, it's me. Mm -hmm. I need to be setting aside time to meet with him. What has he told me about joy and forgiveness? How has he taught me about mercy? And then how can I turn around and witness to that? to those who are around me. Well, that's community group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is an opportunity mm-hmm. for us to really testify mm-hmm. to how we have seen God operating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's kind of a theme mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. really kind of hit around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is so strengthening, and so you kind of can tell when somebody witnesses to something that they've experienced mm-hmm. that week, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be 
a miracle or a healing or anything like that, just how God was working intimately in the details of that person's life, it rings true. Mm -hmm. It rings authentic. And when you hear that, it it creates life. It transmits life to the hearers. And that's what we love. And it's been great when people would share. And I'm thinking of people right now Mm -hmm. that have shared and really impacted my life. And I am so grateful. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. I was... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, it was probably 18 months ago that Leanne and I went through a pretty tragic family experience, and it was something that gripped me by the throat. It uh, threw me to my knees. I struggled with forgiveness, and and it was in our community group, though, hmm. that others began to witness to us about God's faithfulness, about God's yeah. steadfast love. And like Leanne was saying, I could hear the authenticity. They, they began to open yeah. up and talk about their struggles and us being transparent with one another. God did a work in me because of faithful witnesses to him. So yeah. anyway, that's, a, that's kind mm-hmm. of the beginning of the thread, right, for yeah. discipling. Something, and it's from there that we could begin to pull on that. Absolutely. Something to draw out for you group leaders, a couple of things. First is see that your leading, mm. your ministering to your group, it has to be out of the overflow of beholding God. Mm. And I see that for you, Pat and Leanne, in, in the way that you have continually looked at God even as you're leading. You can only witness, again, mm. what y'all are saying, to something that you've experienced, but I think that's an ongoing experience. Oh, yeah. It's an ongoing abiding. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be meeting with Jesus, abiding first mm. and foremost, but also... You know, there's a way of doing community group ministry. And this is not, by the way, I think every, this isn't a knock on any certain church. I think every group ministry, there's a temptation here where we set up groups in such a way that there's a mediation between God and the group members besides Jesus. So either we are exclusively focusing on talking about the sermon rather than talking about the scriptures that the sermon was preached on, or the group leader uh, becomes almost the spiritual guru between God and the group members where everyone leans exclusively on the group leader for a, a spiritual depth. And it seems like you guys have led in such a way that you have witnessed and you've been beholding the glory of the Lord, but through devotion to the word and through devotion to prayer, you've been encouraging your group members to witness, to experience God for themselves, not to have a mediation, but to go right to God. And they need to be beholding God. Every single member of the community tied to the head who is Christ. Yeah. Uh, and getting their life source from the head who is Christ, not getting it through you, but getting it from God himself. And then what happened is when you... As a member of the body of Christ, that's something that Pastor Spence in in a previous podcast episode said is we're not a second head. We're a member of the body. Christ alone is the head. Now, as you as a member of the body of Christ entered into a season of weakness, what happened? The people of your group who had been experiencing God, who had been knowing God for themselves, they became a witness to you. And that's the beauty of a community group where every single member is a beholder of God and a minister to one another. That there's not a mediation where we're all seeking God and all seeking to help one another become more like Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's really well put. I mean, obviously the scripture, there is no mediator between yes. God and man, but the man Christ Jesus. 
We're, we're very sensitive to that because um, we know God has gifted mm-hmm. each individual for a very unique service mm-hmm. to the body and enabling. Mm-hmm. As a community group leader, and I'd encourage mm-hmm. everybody listening to the podcast here, be looking for that. Yes. And in so doing that, you're going to begin to call out those gifts. Mm-hmm. Can you touch on that? Because actually, I wanted to go there, so I'm glad you went yeah. there because... You know, when we even talk about Acts 13 too, we're thinking about mm. multiplication. That's the passage that for me is my heartbeat for Mercy Community Group mm. leaders is not just flippantly sending people out or saying, hey, we're too big, so we need to, mm-hmm. but listening to the Holy Spirit and the church at Antioch, they were worshiping the Lord and fasting. And the mm. Holy Spirit said, set apart from me Saul and Barnabas to the work to which I've called them. Mm-hmm. And that's something that happens with, you know, for them, they had an apostolic calling. Mm-hmm. But that is a that was a characteristic of the church at Antioch is they were attentive to the Spirit mm-hmm. and where he was calling and setting people apart, where he had gifted members in the church. So what might be innate for you guys in the way that you lead, I want you to kind of dig in that and draw it. What did that look like for you to look at your group members and say, mm-hmm. hey, I think she might be gifted mm-hmm. in this. I think he may be gifted by the Holy Spirit in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, one thing um, that we, we set up a couple of different cycles in our community group, and, you know, those who have been with us will appreciate appreciate this one thing is is just rotating leadership for example and Hmm. um you know this you know we're not biblically trained theologically trained i've uh, i've warned spence and others joey you know about that all the time and there's no you know biblical scholarship here we're there to facilitate a conversation if we hit in any kind of hard questions we would go you know back to our pastors about that, but what um, we have done, where those who are comfortable, we've shared leadership and you know, rotating the facilitation of the group discussion in community. So, p- real practical level, we could actually, you know, see those who were really good and mm-hmm. comfortable with it, desired to do that, mm-hmm. wanted to do that, mm-hmm. jumped in, you know, at the earliest point in time. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about you, Leanne, and you getting together with women, mm-hmm. you know, th- mm-hmm. um, you know, throughout the week, you know, and, mm-hmm. and meeting with them, mm-hmm. talking to them about, you know, their individual giftings and mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been great. I, that's one of the things I've really enjoyed. I remember from our former group that uh, just the encouragement to get out and at least meet with everybody once, every woman once in the group. And then also um, our former leader was saying, you know, hey, you cannot be close with everybody in your group, but pick out like three people mm-hmm. or so, a few people that you can, you, yeah. you seem to like, so for me, I'm looking for kind of like an openness, a teachability in others, because to me, that's part of servant leadership is, you know, open to the spirit, interested in growing and that sort of thing. So I've kind of like focused on a few people to really get to know better and then to call out what I see as their strengths and encourage them. Yes. And that's what I do. And then I stay in touch with them like every other week. And that's kind of how it works for me. Yeah. Yeah. And so also with prayer ministry, Mm -hmm. you know, the dynamic there, definitely, you know, at the end of each group, you know, collecting prayers, praying for Hmm. one another, uh, an individual then sending out the prayer requests, keeping track of them and watching for God, right? Being observant, you know, for when God moves and answers prayers. It also, you know, is, um, you know, you know, actually looking for vulnerability and transparency among all of us, us going first, you know, on that mm-hmm. hospitality and hosting and, mm-hmm. you know, sharing that, mm-hmm. you know, as well. So anyway, through all of this, um, 
you know, we can begin to observe, yeah. you know, and you can begin to see individuals' passions, hmm. you know, where their mind would go to. That puts us in a position, by the way, because, you know, this is built on a foundation of love, friendship. Yeah. You know, this gives us permission to speak into one another's lives. That permission is pretty important. Yeah. You know, so, you know, being able to talk to somebody, even if it's going to be a point of encouragement, somebody is struggling with something, or where, you know, we really want to call out the gift and we can see something and, mm-hmm. and saying, look, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what you've been thinking about, but we really see this gift in you and kind of affirming, mm-hmm. you know, them as far as where they might actually be serving in the church or what God already has them doing in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to get into some real yes. practical sides like that. All of this is happening inside the dynamics of just doing community group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. It's such an empowering approach to community group mm-hmm. is to come into the leading of the people God's entrusted to you in that, and to have that radar on of mm-hmm. where is it that God has. Because, you know, what you could have done, and I know this is a temptation, especially when we get busy and life gets busy, is to have just a, um, a general approach to community group where right, we're getting these guides and we're going to just walk through the guides and, mm. you know, kind of seeing just, well, everyone's just kind of going to grow in kind of the same way. But you guys have instead, you've used the guides, and you've, but you've, you've also approached the discipleship of your group members with a specificity. Mm. How is it the Holy Spirit has gifted her? How is it the Holy Spirit has gifted him? And we, wanna, we want to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, like mm-hmm. under shepherds. We want to help them become who Christ has made them to be. Mm-hmm. So we're all under the same word. We're all devoting ourselves to the same throne of grace. But the way that God is going to call individual members of our group into mm-hmm. gospel ministry, mm-hmm. again, whether in the vocationally, nine to five, or mm-hmm. in the marketplace, is going to be different for every believer. And that is a beautiful thing because the more... I wasn't in your group, but I know that the more you did that, the more it created a sense in your community group uh, that I'm not just a passive consumer where if I show up or not, it doesn't really matter because Pat and Leanne are just running the show. No, they got a sense that I'm a member. I'm a contributing member of this group with the ways that the Holy Spirit has gifted me. So it matters if I show up. It matters what I bring to the table. And you guys have have led the group in that way. And and really, the fruit has shown. I mean, it's it's been so encouraging to see these group members. And, and even as I've had conversations with them about whether the Lord is calling them to, to plant and start a group, even the way they've approached that has been encouraging and a fruit of your leadership of, they haven't said yes from the get-go. They've had a posture of, well, let's go to the Word. Let me go to prayer for a time and a season and really bring discernment. They have a sense of, I want to be called into that. And that is exactly how we want to approach group membership. So I've been so encouraged by you two, not only in group ministry, but in elder ministry, in prayer ministry, in discipleship and intercession, you you two have abounded in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord, your labor has not been in vain. Mm -hmm. And I've always been an encouragement. It's always been an encouragement to see you on Sunday. I I feel like the Lord has given you a radiance in the Lord, like Psalm 34, those who look to him are radiant. Mm -hmm. Their faces shall never be put to shame. Mm -hmm. I see that in you two. I'm so encouraged by you two. I'd love to leave some space here. If you guys, just whatever the Lord has on your heart, how would you encourage our group leaders kind of as a, a final word to them? Yeah. So uh, what, what comes to my mind, and 
just given the point in time where we are, there's a, there's a lot of um, turmoil in our nation, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of things happening. Um, I want you to know, first off, that Leanne and I are extraordinarily encouraged by the next generation coming up. Mm-hmm. Extraordinarily encouraged. We see God stamping his word into the retinas of so many. And it is very encouraging because even with this turmoil, we know that our God is mm-hmm. victorious. Yes, he is bringing mm-hmm. great victory. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even as Joey was amplifying so well, so much better than I can <laughs> amplify. We love your amplification. What came to my mind is that even in community groups, what we can experience is a hope, which is an anchor to the soul. Yeah. It, it, God builds out character in each individual who God will bring into your group. Mm-hmm. Be encouraged. He is, he is not only anchoring souls, but creating a steadiness. This is how the gospel will be highlighted mm-hmm. to, this gen, to, the, to the generation here in the United States. Mm-hmm. As the shaking is happening, there are the Christ followers, the people marked by God. It, 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 it just gives us a lot of encouragement. Mm-hmm. So. That's a good, good one. Oh, I like yeah. that. Thank you. That's a good pen. I like that. <laughs> uh, the thing that came to mind for me was how important it is to listen only to the voice of the Son of the Most High God. Mm-hmm. Lord spoke that to me. I can remember when he spoke that to me back in Wheaton years ago. I haven't always faithfully uh, you know, abided by that, obviously, in my life. But I think it's so important to be, again, listening to the voice of the Lord there's a cacophony going on out there of voices mm. you want to hear for yourself. And then trust, also we hear individually, but then as what we've been talking about today, we hear in community with one another, yes. listening for the voice of the Holy Spirit yeah. in our group. And that's the beauty of coming together. There are words that we will not hear if we are not together. Mm. And that is the power. Mm. And I'm just... So that is the one thing huh. I would leave you all with. That's good. I didn't know exactly where this conversation would go. The focus was kind of on, you know, raising up leaders in, in uh, your community group. But where I feel like almost the Lord has taken it, which I'm so encouraged, is group leaders, there's so many things you can do. There's so many strategies and there's so many tactics. And, you know, you can get overwhelmed with, oh, should I set up, you know, these people in D group? Should I put them in D group? How off? Where should we meet? You know, what kind of meals should we put out for? Them? There's so many things that could consume your attention. And what I feel like the Lord is impressing on me after this conversation is seek the Lord, mm. seek his presence, Amen. seek his presence continually. Mm. If you seek the Lord and you press your group members to seek Jesus, you can't go wrong. Yeah. You, you, if, if you just make it a really simple aim of we're going to, with all of our might, go after Jesus Christ and knowing him, you cannot go wrong. And that's what the Lord Jesus says in Matthew 6. There's so many things that can take our attention, our cares, our anxieties. Seek first the kingdom of God. Seek his righteousness. And then all these other things will be added to you. All the D group logistics, all the, the what to put out on the plate for community group, all the potential you know, conflicts that can arise in community group. The Lord will take care of those. But you seek first the kingdom of God. And Pat Land, I've been so encouraged by the way. I've seen you guys do that in secret, in the secret place. And then in the place where the Lord's given you to minister. So thank you for the way you've been faithful to follow Jesus. And thanks for your time here. Yeah, wonderful to be with you, Joey. Thank you, Joey. It's been yeah. good. Awesome.